Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where every Friday I share with you one story taken from my collection of many. It should be noted that this podcast was created by me, your host, George Walters, with the help of my lovely wife, Ruth, and two sons, Craig and Carl. And I don't mind saying, as much as it is me writing and telling the stories, without them, it wouldn't have been possible. So knowing that, let's get started. Hi folks, how are you all doing today? Good, I hope. How am I doing? Glad you asked. Makes me feel downright good knowing you care. Actually, I'm doing quite well these days. Truth be told, my wife and I have been really busy getting our vegetable garden worked up and planted. There's nothing better in my eyes than having fresh vegetables to go along with our meals every day, growing and picked from our garden. After buying it all winter, it's something we look forward to every spring. On another note, I have another great story lined up for you today. A story told to me by my grandfather many years ago. It's a true story, one that I am sure will get your minds to wondering about what really happens in the hereafter. I can't say any more as, well, it would be taken away from the story itself. So knowing that, let's get on with the story at hand. I hope you enjoy A Quiet Night in a Quiet Town. It was a warm day, said my grandfather. Actually, it was downright hot, and being enclosed inside the train, I was taken to a friend's place in the north, sure didn't help matters any. They told me before I left that it was only a half a day's trip, but it ended up being a whole day, and by the time I arrived at my destination, it was close to midnight. On arriving, I headed to the exit, handing my pay stub, my stub to the fellow that looks after the tickets and stepped down onto the platform that led up to the train station. Looking around, I noticed that there was another soul to be found other than me. So being dark and the fog setting in around the station, I decided I'd better go see about getting in out of the cold. Spotting the door, I walked over and tried to open it, but... It was locked tight. The sign in the door read, We have to sleep sometime. Come back in the morning. Hmm, I thought. Now what should I do? I sure don't feel like sleeping on the bench outside in this weather. At any rate, I looked around a bit, getting my bearings, so to speak, and noticed a wee glimmer of light showing itself way off in the distance. No, no use standing here, I thought, and headed off in the lights direction, hoping it might be a house or something. It took me the better part of a half an hour to get there, being so dark and all, but I made it. There in front of me was a small cabin, and on the window ledge a candle was burning away. I walked over to the house and knocked on the door. No one came, so I knocked again. Then then from inside a voice came through the door. Who is it? If you're up to no good and going to cause me trouble, I want you to know I got a loaded shotgun in here just waiting for folks like yourself. Nope, don't mean you no harm, sir. I just got off the train in town and you were the only place I could see that had a light on. I was hoping that you might have a place that I could spend the night that's out of the weather. With that, the door opened and a man wearing an old torn pair of wool trousers with a white cotton shirt Shirt stood there holding an old double-barreled shotgun. Hmm, I thought. He wasn't lying about the gun. 
Well, don't just stand there like a darn fool. Come on in and close the door. It's a cold night out there, and I'm not figuring the heat in the whole town. I eased my way around the old fellow's gun, making sure I didn't jar him or it, as he had both hammers pulled back and his fingers were on the trigger. You can put that persuader of yours down, mister, I said. I don't mean, mean you no harm. With that, I pulled a half-broken chair out of the corner and sat down. He looked at me for a minute, not saying anything. You could see he was sizing me up. He then asked, How come you're up at this time of night? The train had some problems, and well, here I am, five hours late. I want you to know I'm real glad you opened up for me, as it would have been a cool night out there sleeping under a tree or on that bench in front of the station. I got me a pot of coffee sitting there on the stove, if you would like one. Sure would, I replied. I'd love one. I haven't had a drink or anything to eat all day. I suppose I could rustle you up some eggs if you like. The stove was still hot. That's about all I got. That's easy to make at this time of night. That would be fine with me, I said. With that, he leaned the old gun up against the wall, keeping it close, and proceeded to make me something to eat. Live here all alone, old-timer, I asked. Yep, do now. My wife passed on a few days ago. Had what they call consumption. Wasn't nice the last while before she left. Sure was hard on her. But I'm thinking she is better off. I'm taking that as why you got a candle burning in your window, huh? I asked. Yep, sure is. You know, they say if you burn a candle in the window for five nights after a loved one passes, that the light from the candle will show them where they're supposed to go. And that's what I've been doing so far. Darn the luck, I haven't seen my lovely Mary. We talked for a bit longer, and I ate, and then he handed me a blanket, saying I could stretch out over there in the corner. All I can offer you, son. Better than the alternative, I replied. I laid there for a short time, thinking on things, and then dozed off. I'm not sure how long I slept, but I was awakened by a noise over by the stove. To my surprise, I noticed a woman with an apron on standing there, kind of looking at me in a strange way. She had wispy white hair with a corncob pipe clamped between her teeth. She didn't say anything, just kind of stared at me. Kind of gave me an eerie feeling for a minute. I turned over and got up, thinking I had better tell her who I am and why I'm there. Well, I'll be darned, I thought. I could have sworn I'd seen a woman standing there. A few minutes later, my moving around woke up the old feller, and we got to talking. I told him what I had seen, and he said, Don't you be telling me no lies, young feller, as I'd just as soon shoot you as look at you. I then told him what she looked like with her corncob pipe in her mouth. With them few words, the old, time, the old feller sat down at the table and started to cry. That's my Mary, he said. That's her for sure. I guess that their candle does work, and she found her way back home. Well, young feller, I have to say I'm right glad you dropped by now, as she had some company with me, sleeping and all. I look forward to talking to her again. Looking out the window, I could see the daylight breaking in the east, and said I had better be on my way. I said my goodbyes with thanks, shook the old fellow's hand, noticing his eyes were still glossy and left. 
Before leaving, I looked back at the candle in the window, almost burnt to the bottom. Looking in, sitting at the table, were two figures, chatting away. No, couldn't be, I thought. But then again... You know, George, they say there is no scientific evidence that proves a ghost really exists. But if asked, my opinion on this subject would be that during the day I sort of believe in the reasoning, but at night, knowing what I know now, let's just say I'm a little bit more open-minded. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.